hey hey beautiful people and i'm i am your girl felicia and welcome to the new episode of the fruit of colors podcast this is episode 19 which i'm very excited about and i hope you guys are very excited too can't believe that just one more episode to reach episode 20 so i'm very excited for the episode not only because it's episode 19 but also because i have a special guest of mine with me that i actually miss a lot but i'm sure that we'll see her soon but this special guest of mine this special co-host of mine is my baby sister mary so let's welcome mary into the show hi mary hi hi how are you i'm good how are you i'm very good i'm very good i'm a little bit like I told you before, I'm a little bit tired, but yeah. <laughs> I have myself to blame. <laughs> Should have gone to bed earlier. Oh, well, <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> what can I do? I feel like lately, what has been keeping me up is, so basically, I don't know if I ask how you are. Are you okay? How are you doing <laughs> before I go in? Oh, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm also a little bit tired, but I think mm-hmm. it's... It's kind of like the weather is gray and then I also slept a little bit too long today. So like you get a little bit. Brilliant. And you're telling me that I should have gone to bed early, huh? And you did the no, same I thing. I slept too much. Pardon? I slept too much. Oh, so you didn't go to bed late as well? No. Oh, okay. It's weird how you like feel tired sometimes when you sleep, oversleep. Yeah. I don't get it, but... Hey. Oh, well, <laughs> we're here now. <laughs> we're here now. And my voice, I don't know, does my voice sound okay? Because I feel like my throat is hurting a little bit. No, it's fine. Yeah? Hurting. Okay, good. Yeah, so I'm not sick, <laughs> first of all. It's just hurting a little bit, like in my throat. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I've been talking too much, maybe. <laughs> no, because basically, like, Everyone knows that, you know, I started uni. You know that I started uni as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I ever told you that on WhatsApp. So basically, you know, you have different campuses. Yeah. And on my campus, because I go and I, yeah, I'm not even going to go into it. But on my campus, um, yeah. everyone go, you know, do different courses. So like when we got like in, in induction week, when we, gosh, I can't even speak now. <laughs> in induction week, um, they were like, you know, introducing everyone and we we're all together in the campus. And it was someone that had, cause obviously we're doing online and someone had chatted like, oh, we should do like WhatsApp groups for every like course, which I, we agree with. And then other people came in with like different, you know, WhatsApp groups that they wanted to do. So someone said like, oh, we should do a WhatsApp group for like, like an African WhatsApp group. Like it would be funny. Um, yeah, for some reason. So I was like, that would be funny. Let's see, like, and I joined that. And man, like this, group is so active oh. it is so <laughs> like literally i don't even know i put my phone away i bet you that i probably have like 50 messages uh, missed messages actually i have 20 i just checked now but i'm like i can be away for one hour and it's like 100 new messages like it's it's funny but we and we always get into like deep topics mm-hmm. and then everyone has their opinion so then those messages like just you know, adds up and someone the other day i think it was this morning someone messaged like really like i missed 300 messages and that, that was just in a course of like last night and this morning i i would just mute the chat and just <laughs> pop in whenever i felt like it 
I mean, I, to be honest, I do. I do meet the chat and I did tell them like, guys, just so you know, like sometimes I mute you guys <laughs> because it becomes yeah. too much. And also my phone is constantly like ringing um, yeah. because of the messages. And especially if I'm busy, um, mm -hmm. I tend to mute it. But lately, because um, also regardless of the chat, it's like voice notes mixed with text messages as well. Oh. So I feel like, when, yeah, so sometimes when you want to say something, and you can't be bothered to message that. I sometimes send a voice note and everyone yeah. else does it as well. It was actually someone else has started and I'm like, let me jump onto that. But yeah, mm. it's interesting topics that we discuss. Mm. And, and yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I want to hear your opinion about this. This might be like a, um, what do you call it? Maybe this is a topic for another time. I feel like this is a topic for another time, so I'm not okay. even <laughs> I might ask you later. Oh, okay. Anyway, so Mary, do you want to tell mm. our listeners a little, bit, a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes, I am. My name is Mary. I'm your sister. <laughs> uh, are you? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> for those people who are confused. No I'm kidding. Um, I'm 23 years old. Oh, just a baby. Yes, the baby. Now I'm turning 24, so I'm reaching middle 20s, mid-20s. Don't say that. Having a little bit of a crisis. What do you mean a crisis? <laughs> How dare you? Just, you make me feel bad. Maybe I should end this recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I know, I know, I know. I'm just playing. No. Yeah. No, but I'm a student. Um, well done, well done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I work part-time at Sistian Bolaget, or not part-time, I guess, maybe more like every other weekend. So it's, the princess said, yeah, it's not part-time. So Sistian Bolaget, for people who don't know, it's what? This? Isn't it part-time though? Or is it like hourly? Uh, does it call like hourly based? Like zero? It's hourly based, hourly. yeah, yeah. yeah it's okay. like, it doesn't, if you count the hours, it doesn't make up part-time, but I call oh, it part-time okay. anyways. Oh, okay. Um, it's like yeah. zero hour contract probably that you're on. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, for those people who don't know sustainable blog it is, it's basically the only place you can buy alcohol here in Sweden because we have a monopoly <laughs> on selling alcohol here. So the state basically owns uh, a store called sustainable blog. There are many sustainable blogs in the country, but there's only, like you can't really buy alcohol in a corner shop, which you can do in other countries. Uh -huh. um, so that's what I do part-time and then I ask right now I'm doing an internship um okay. at oh wait now I actually maybe I should go back a little bit and explain what I'm studying um, yeah 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 I did my bachelor's degree in international like the translation is international work with a focus on global studies I guess you can kind of um yeah it can be compared to international relations it's pretty much similar it's just some courses are different, but it's pretty much similar to international relations. And uh, so I did that for three years. And then now I'm doing my master's in human rights. Whoop, whoop. Well done, well done. Yes. I'm, I'm just sitting here being proud listening to you explain, <laughs> explain your success. <laughs> yes. So you, you said you're doing your master's in... Um, what, what was it? Sorry. Human rights. Human rights. I'm a bit yeah. tired, as you can see. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and human rights and how do you find that i very i love it it's very it's a very current topic mm -hmm. very uh, yes if you just turn on the news you have just human rights uh, abuses um mm -hmm. that are highlighted every day so it's a very current topic but it's also a very broad topic because it deals with like so many different rights mm. uh, right as a woman right as a child but also like rights to uh, decent work hours for example or like rights to healthy food so it's like it's such a broad topic too uh, and it encompasses a lot of um, different things and it's very contextual based so it's, it's human rights that people may be advocating for in, here in Sweden uh, are the same but kind of sim so kind of different and um, based on the context here in Sweden and like if you compare it to another country let's say well, let's say Belarus for example so it's very contextual but very broad topic yeah because I have actually not really thought about human rights being that broad because whenever you hear about human rights you probably think mm. about um you know that the right to vote or yeah. the right to oh, gosh now now I forgot but you know like the basic like rights yeah. that you like the, yeah. the the right to go to to school like for for young girls in different countries that might not allow women um or the young female children to go to school like that kind of a rights that's mm -hmm. kind of like what I always think about when it comes to human rights. I haven't really thought about like, you know, the smaller aspects of, um, maybe I shouldn't call it smaller, but you know, like maybe you understand what I'm trying to say. Like I haven't yeah. really thought about the other part of human rights that might not weigh as, well, obviously everything weigh as much, but I mean like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad I, I think you, you understand what I'm trying to yeah. say. Because yeah. many times we think of the fundamental human rights, which are important, and people do not have access to them today. It was like maybe like the right to yeah, vote, for example. That's a good mm -hmm. fundamental example. But it, there's so many uh, different rights that, for example, the right to produce your own food is also a right that people oh. don't have. Really? So, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Why don't they have the right to do that? Uh, because uh, it depends on like national laws and also like multinational companies. Um, so, for example, like we have, uh, there's basically um, multinational corporations, they patent seeds. Mm -hmm. And then also national countries can implement laws that benefits the transnational companies so that people, farmers in their country only can use the seeds that are provided by a certain company uh -huh. and these are usually like gmo seeds and then you have to buy um pesticides and also like uh, what is called cell in english um <laughs> good question should we go <laughs> let me go yeah, let's google it. yeah. Uh, let's this is the problem when you mix too much swedish and english i know <laughs> gosh why is my internet being slow now fertilizers Fertil yeah i should have yeah. known that anyway yeah, <laughs> we got that anyway <laughs> yeah. But, yeah so like uh what was i saying yeah so like the multinational companies have like patented on some seeds and if the countries implement laws 
that says that you can only, uh, if you're a farmer, you can only use certain seeds. Then you have to buy those seeds, also the pesticides and fertilizers that come with those seeds. And these seeds are usually also like GMO, um, genetically modified seeds. Um, so they basically don't have the right to produce their own foods and they don't have the right to use their local seeds instead. And uh, these patented seeds from international com companies are like, they're also, the farmers are not allowed to save them. They're not to, allowed to trade with each other. So they have to buy new seeds every uh, single year. And that also puts them in a lot of debt. So that, that's also like a human rights issue that needs to be talked about more, but it's also like um, something you, you don't really think about that it is a right to produce your own food that people don't have. That's actually crazy. I, yeah. Yeah, I was, I'm actually surprised that you said that because in the end of the day, <laughs> like sometimes, like, I don't know if, no, it wasn't you that I told you. I think it was like one of my friends that told. That sometimes I'm like, we were put on this world, like for free, like having the land, all of this land and everything. And then yeah. it's like, having to buy 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 everything's just money everything's just take everything's like oh this is mine and i just mm. wanted like the simple fact of the food i'm like that's actually a bit going too far now yeah and i'm like the fact i think it's like i just got that thought when i moved into my new place because this is the first time that i pay bills because with the other places that i've been to where mm. i lived to not where i lived not where i lived to where i lived <laughs> <laughs> there's been like bills included already so i'm yeah. just seeing like the bills i'm like what i'm paying for is it's a little bit ridiculous because i'm like really am i paying for for like yeah it's just like some ridiculous for me it's some ridiculous like money like i understand that you can you, you should pay for it for water because yeah. at the end of the day like the human beings are actually just using water like it's not ne never gonna like run out if you know what i mean so I feel like if you put a price to it, there might be like some sort of a perspective on it. And obviously it's not just because of that, but you're probably paying for like the the whole like, not recycling, but you know, the whole system they need to do to for the water. Yeah. So I understand that, but like council tax and everything. And I'm like, really? I already have to pay rent and now I have to pay council tax as well. Yeah. Ugh, it's just like this extra cost that you're like, are you serious? And that's yeah, yeah. why I'm like, I'm like, really? So, yeah. I and mean, everything's just a cost. And I'm like, I think it just made me feel like a, a different way about life in a certain mm -hmm. way. Not like in a bad way, but yeah, I think that made, gave me a little bit more perspective. And I'm like, what are we doing? We're just here to pay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, it's a capitalistic system. So everything uh, yeah. is just... <laughs> yeah no it is for profit yeah yeah it is and what was i gonna say just going back to the the right of you know producing your own food that mm. would not only come to if you want to trade with other people like for instance if i want to grow my own vegetables i guess that would be fine i don't think yeah. come and be like um no you're not allowed to grow your own and eat it mm. is it only like if you trade or is it even with that? Um, I think it's, it, I think it also depends if it's like for food production, uh, what type, actually, I don't, I don't really know, actually. Mm. Maybe if it's just like, if I went 
to my balcony and started planting seeds, that would not be an issue. Yeah. Uh, but if it's, if it's for um, your livelihood, like you far, you grow it and then go to markets and sell it, then I think that's where it comes. It depends on also what, what country you are in because every country has different laws. So yeah. it's difficult to answer the question, but I think it's also more like livelihood based. If like oh. if you're gonna sell it and yeah, like like you said, if you're gonna trade it or sell it, then it may become a problem, and you might not have the right to choose the seeds. But that's crazy. So I'm just thinking, like, what if you know, what if like I, I would love to, by the way, but like you said, like you have maybe a balcony. And you one day like wake up and like, I just want to have my own, you know, produce. I'm going to grow my own vegetables. So I start, you know, planting seeds of like tomatoes, planting seeds of maybe herbs. And, you know, and I grow them myself, maybe give them like a sample to like friends and they're like, oh my God, I love this. This is tasty. Maybe they tell their friends and I see like a business within that. Yeah. Would that be a, like if I start a business and be like, okay, I'm an independent, like small business that grow, grow my own produce and I sell it. Like, I don't know if you, cause you know, some, some things like you can actually buy food online. So I could like yeah. pack it, send it like online or something like that. Would that be an issue that obviously I need to tell what you call it, the government, like if I'm making extra money because of taxes, cause I can't yeah. just selling things making a problem without paying taxes but i'm just thinking apart from that part um depending again what country you're from maybe that would be an issue then um it might yeah i can't really answer the question because i really don't know but yeah it no, might be an issue. no yeah yeah obviously i'm not expecting you to it was just my reflections i've just thought about now um yeah and if that would be the case, that they would be like, no, no, because you're making a profit out of it, you can't do that. You have to, you know, have these seeds. I would find it very ridiculous. I'm like, yeah. In the yeah, same time, I'm also like really surprised. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's also like, but it's, this problem also stems from like what actual seeds you have access to, because that is also yeah. limited. So like it yeah. starts just with a seed and not really with, uh, selling of the crops that you produce but it starts with a seed and like how you're limited yeah true actually I, I just got reminded now I had so my former where I used to live before my former flatmate he had his own business of growing like he was basically like growing growing produce so he it was it could be like plants I don't think it was like any ed- edible things but I think it was plants. So it was like when he moved in, all of a sudden, like our, our like <laughs> garden used to look horrible. It still looked a little bit horrible. But when he moved in, it was like all of a sudden it was like flowers everywhere. And I'm like, this is fantastic. This is lovely, yeah. you know, to like spice the garden up a little bit. And then I had asked him like what he does. And he said like he's, you know, self-employed. He works from home and he basically like sells, um, I don't know if he said plants, but like, yeah, basically plants online. So what he would do, he would buy like different seeds from, mm. I guess, like online. He will plant it. And then once it's grow, when it, once it grows, he will sell it. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I've just got reminded of that now. Yes, that's interesting. But he moved out a long time ago, so I can't really <laughs> ask 
ask him how it works. <laughs> but I do know that he, like one day he, he came, he came home or he had ordered something like it was a, I think it was Japanese fruit and he, he had bought the mm. seeds cause he wanted to plant them. Yeah. Uh, obviously that's something edible, but yeah. 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 I would love to ask him like how it works. But anywho, yeah. anywho. <laughs> so yes, you said that you're doing this, you, you're doing your master degree now and how do you, um, how many, is it the, the last year you're in now? Yes, it's the last year. And how does it um, So it's, it's only, yeah, this term, fall, uh, the fall term, it's the internship. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really in school now or do, taking any really like okay. uh, academic courses. But, and then the last term, it's the dissertation, the thesis that okay. you write. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. not much left. And then I hopefully... If I, if I pass my thesis, then I will have a master's degree. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you will pass your thesis. I don't, I, I don't doubt that. Are you scared of, of, of the thesis or the, this, this? Yeah, I think I'm just like scared because it's such a long process mm. and it's just uh, a lot of work to do alone. Yeah. Um, and then like just finding a topic was like a struggle have you found so, a topic already or yeah i'm thinking of a topic actually okay. yeah and it it will it will be involved i've talked about a little today like the the right to produce your own food mm-hmm. um, so yeah i'm gonna because on a, in my um at my internship this is a question or a theme that they work with uh, which is like land and food rights. Oh, okay. So I was thinking of writing something within that topic or theme. So I've scheduled like meetings with the policy, uh, our policy advisor at the oh. organization to like ask questions and help ask for guidance <laughs> when yeah. it comes to my thesis. So, because it's a very interesting topic and I would like to actually write more about it. Yeah, because I think, yeah, I'm. I mean, maybe because I don't know if I live in my own world, but personally, I don't, I, I don't think a lot of people know about mm-hmm. it. So that would be actually a very interesting intake to, yeah. to put like within human rights, because like we said in the beginning, the majority of the people think about human rights as, you know, the standard human rights. Um, you said a word there that was quite good. I forgot. And now, but fundamental. yeah. I, pardon? Fundamental or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fundamental. Yeah. You think about the fundamental rights. Um, Mm. And yeah, for me, like I said earlier, like I've never heard of or even thought about that that's a thing, like a human right Mm. to to grow your own food. Yeah, Um, yeah, I think you should go for it. And it will be very interesting because that's something different than rather than hearing the same thing, like, oh, the the right for this child in this country not being able to study or something like that. Like you've heard things like that before. Mm you have so yeah yeah i mean that's Mm -hmm. exciting so where do you do your um internship i'm doing it at a local and non-governmental organization here in sweden called the africa gruppena and translation is africa groups um yeah it's (laughs) the name is kind of like um weird because the organization only works in the southern parts of africa so it's south africa zimbabwe angola Mozambique. Okay. Uh, oh, there are more countries, but I'm blanking right now. 
<laughs> but like, yeah. Um, is it in countries like Uganda, Kenya, Ethiopia? Oh, because they, they're, they're focused their regions on Southern uh, Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it has to do because the organization, like it's, it has a long history. The organization has a long history because it actually started as um, maybe, yeah, I think the translation is like a movement, like a folk rörelse. Okay. Uh, yeah, so like a movement. And that means like a movement. <laughs> what? No, you said folk rörelse, and I was just trying to explain what that means. And I was yeah, yeah. It's a movement. Exactly, yeah. like a, move, a movement. And it was like people here in Sweden, just like it, will, it could be, I don't like um, average people. And with average people, I mean like people not really um, working for an organization, but they were supporting a liberation movement in South Africa and many other countries in the southern parts of Africa. So that's how like this organization kind of came about. It started from as a movement. Um, so a, a movement in support of of um, liberation oh, okay. of that's many great. African yeah. uh, states. So like for oh, example anti-apartheid in South Africa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because my question when you said like it's focus focuses more in like South Africa, I mean the southern part of Africa. Yeah. If I hear when I heard the name, I thought it was like the whole African general. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Like, yes. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. You go on. <laughs> no, yeah. So that 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 is like you know, kind of like a problem with the name because I also was like, oh, so they must have must work maybe not the entire Africa, but like some places here and there, but they focus on regionally and and it also has a lot to do with the history of the organization and why they focus regionally and mm. i think because i know there have been some discussions about the name but it's also very because you also it's a brand to now kind of in some way so it's like difficult also to change the name but yeah. there's also like um conversation they are having in i think they are that's a conversation <laughs> i've had with some people other way <laughs> Anyways, at the organization. Are so, they looking to branch out to like different parts of Africa to, to, to support? Because I do understand like the history. Yeah. With everything, you have a history in something like it starts somewhere and then it grows. So I'm just wondering like have they considered of maybe, um, especially what's going on in, you know, some parts of Africa, like Congo, um, you know, Nigeria, um, where else? Gambia not gonna be a Ghana like so it's things now that you can also support you know what's going on well obviously like not support what's going on there but you mean like to be against it um mm. with like the SARS situation so you you have a platform that like go in and actually maybe help people I don't know if that's mm. something that they have considered uh the thing is uh, I, don't, I don't want now I'm speaking for myself so I'm not speaking on behalf of the organization yeah. Yeah, no, that's um, because um, the thing it also depends on like what part partner organization because are we work with partner organizations uh -huh. so I think maybe some if there is a partner organization that uh, works within that has the same values as um, but also works within our thematic areas uh -huh. then I think potentially it could be like spread regionally um or like the region yeah the region where we work could the organization works could expand but 
but also I think it's also a lot to do with funding too because the organization is funded by SIDA which is okay um, yeah um, um, what do you call it it's like a organization like a huge what do you call them in English because <laughs> they're government uh, um, it's like Red Cross basically that's what I'm trying to say like it's like an organization that before human relations is that how what you say, how do you say like myndighet because it's like governmental Oops. here i go again with my phone trying to <laughs> <laughs> maybe i should expand my vocabulary vocabulary yeah you know what i mean i can't yeah, yeah on pronunciation sometimes yeah i mean why it, it's so confusing because you work in both languages and then you forget some words here and like you have them inside but you just forget them yeah you blank yeah Yet. Um, authority that's what it says um, I don't know if that's like so it says like translation of Minda here it's a state agency maybe I can say that a state agency a state agency yeah like a stuff oh. in Minda it's, it's a governmental okay yeah, yeah here it it's says like, like authority and then it says like Minda Autoritet, makt, befogenhet, organ, nämnd. And then also have government, but then that's falling into, yeah, well, myndighet falls into that. Mm. And then apparently majority also. So I would, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, I think state agency might, yeah, might, maybe people will understand that a little bit more. Because <laughs> it's, under, um, it's under like the foreign ministry the foreign department uh -huh. whatever you call it yeah so it's basically they are um funding aiding uh -huh. and developmental work um so they fund money to ngos such as africa Gruppena. okay and yet africa Gruppena fund our partner organizations so that's also a very important thing um way that we or they <laughs> work at Africa Gruppena is mm -hmm. that they they do not they do solidarity work and um, so what I mean with that and that also has the um, base that it also has its roots in the history of it being like a movement but mm -hmm. so they they do not go to a country and start their own prod, prod uh, projects they cooperate with partner organizations uh, in the regions they work with and they themselves they live in the context so they know it perfectly themselves so they come up with a project and then send in a project proposal and we decide um the organization can decide to fund it so that's oh. basically how it works we work in solidarity and not really like um not aid work that's not what africa group okay. does okay yeah. all right i see so but maybe it depends maybe because i'm trying to figure out like because i'm just thinking like for instance i know that they don't have this region but for instance like just going back to what's going on in, in nigeria with sars so for mm -hmm. instance if it was like an organization that in nigeria that was trying to bring awareness of sars and coming out with this information everything and yeah. trying to help people whatever um would africa Gruppena then go in and be like work with them because I don't know if it's aid work. Isn't that like solidarity then? So it's not like to give food or whatever. It's just more of like to maybe to 
to work al alongside them and maybe fund them? Is that something that they would do, if I understood that right? Because it's also like, because we have to report back, or the, the organization has to report back to see that that funds them. And mm -hmm. you, you also work within, we have a established thematic areas that we work within. So it can't really be, it can't be any organization. Mm -hmm. So it has to be organization that also has our values, but also like works within our thematic areas. Okay, I see. So that's, yeah. So like, um, now I'm also like speaking for myself, but of course, like they do, they are anti-SARS. Yeah. Like, or I am anti-SARS, but it's also very, it's a more complicated process than just going in and funding. Okay. Okay, I see. I think, I think I'm getting the graph yeah. <laughs> about yeah. the, yeah. But have you, like, being with them, being an intern with them, have you learned a lot? Have you, do you find it interesting? Like, do you like it? Yes, I've actually learned a lot because I think when you study, you can get caught in so much the theoretical aspects of these questions. Uh -huh. uh, of human rights which is also good because they give you like at school you you're given this uh, you're trained to be analytical you're trained to be uh, what sorry i forgot you're trained to be like analytical to oh, an yeah. analyze situations and context so that's a good thing uh -huh. um, but also sometimes you're just like but what can i really do with this topic how can i work with human rights and i think now when I'm doing my internship, um, it's, I get practical knowledge of how to work with human rights. Yeah. So it's very nice to see that, ah, okay, <laughs> this is how I work, you know, yeah. this is what I can do. Yeah. Because every, everyone learns, like, obviously, it's always good to have theoretical knowledge of yeah. anything. Me yeah. personally, like I learned best by doing the practical things. Never mm -hmm. single job that I've been to, like they can tell me the same thing hundred times and be like, this is how the system works. And I'll be like, okay, but I was still, I feel like I was still not truly know how it works until I do it myself. And mm -hmm. that is kind of like how I've learned whatever things, you know, with the work field that I've been, been in. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone learns differently. Some people might learn like, you know, theoretical, but I think like obviously theoretical and practical go hand in hand. <laughs> and that's why they're there. So, yeah, but great. Exactly. Yeah, it's great that you like see all your hard work and effort, like going to school and everything that you can actually put that theoretical practice into like um, your practical practice. So I want to say <laughs> a blank. So what is, what is your goal? Like what is, after you finish your master's degree, yeah. what is, what do you want to do basically? What is your dream job? My dream job, honestly, I don't really know what my dream job is. I think, because in the beginning when I started to study, uh, when I did international when I, did, when I started to study in these topics like global studies and international relations and human rights, like the goal was that UN work there. Mm. But now I'm just like, I'm not really sure if I want to work with the UN. 
because also like that's very bureaucratic mm. and also like even like state agencies like governmental mm. departments are also like bureaucratic um, but I'm not saying no to anything I think I would love to start with an NGO yeah actually um, but also within this field too many people do different things they maybe start with like an NGO and then later they go to um, a state agency yeah uh, or they work nationally nation, nationally or like go and work internationally okay. so I think I think I'm just like I think I'm just like I just want a job <laughs> <Kind of>. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I just want a job and then just just to like figure out what it is I actually enjoy doing yeah yeah, but th- th- that's important as well. And obviously you're young. So, and what I have said before is, well, first of all, you do have like some sort of knowledge what, w- in what kind of field you want to do. Like you already mm-hmm. obviously established that you want to go into like something to do with, you know, international relations. I, I would yeah. call it international relations even, sorry, even though it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I already know that, which is good. But knowing exactly within that, I think like you, you're not the only person that doesn't know exactly what they want to do. No. So no. you will only find that out by trying different things as well. Exactly. And just being uh, interning at the Africa Group now, it's also made me realize that I really love the way they work, that it's, mm-hmm. it's solidarity. Mm-hmm. Like obviously there does come in like power dynamics because at the end of the day, we do provide funding for many of the activities Uh um, that our partner organizations do, but which the organization really tries to get away with, get away from that, like top, top down approach where like, oh, we're the funders. So we decide what you do as an organization and we just, yeah. yeah. Um, And we want like hard results, you know, like statistics results, but that's, you can't really always have like statistical results Mm. working with, sustainable developmental um or working with sustainable sustainability and developmental work Mm -hmm. so that's what i really like about the organization is that they try to tackling these uh systematic issues too that take a long time Mm -hmm. but also doing it from like um like a grassroots perspective like they're it's it's down up you know kind of like yeah um, people who work in the regions know what will work best and what they need. Uh And that's, so they should be the ones that are developing the projects. Uh So that's, what, Uh, what did you say? Sorry. No, I just said that's good. Like I would just, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What you were saying. Um, So that's why I'm like, I would love to work because those are, those are really my values. Oh, that's Um, great. Yeah, because yeah, that's what I do feel about like developmental work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's amazing to just that I got an internship at the an organization that really like honestly work, works the way I would like to see every organization work. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, I hope I can stay forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was actually about to say like if you well you you love it that which is great so yeah. hopefully like after your internship maybe they can offer you a job yeah because that's the thing i hopefully somehow like will get my foot in uh, yeah. somehow. 
um, because I know like because it's it's it compared to other like organization it is small uh -huh. uh, it's not the smallest in Sweden but it's quite small um, so like they do have like limited like they can't hire just hire like anyone so okay. many people who work there have gotten the job for example if someone goes on like maternity leave or someone goes uh, oh. yes maybe another reason for like them leaving so that's how many people have gotten their job but yeah i'm gonna ask and see if i have a future there so it yeah. doesn't it never hurts to ask so like yeah, no, exactly. internship, i'll like try to see if there's like any vacancies or up-and-coming vacancies uh -huh. if there's someone if i can just like stay on somehow yeah maybe we just need to find someone to kick out and then you can take the job <laughs> no no i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking oh yeah oh the, the the worst thing is like when you when you love something and then if it's difficult to to get in because of like maybe it's you know filled up with all the vacancies but yeah i'm, I'm sure like obviously like i have an internship there now and it is already a foot in yeah great um, yeah. if by the time like you have graduated your master's and everything and they still don't have any vacancies like mm -hmm. I'm sure that you would be on their mind like if someone would quit they would probably like call you and be like hey Mary like mm -hmm. you know we have an open vacancy yeah even said that as well that even if you have a foot in that like that's mm -hmm. that's also good on your CV for other like organizations that you might find that exactly. have, might have more um, vacancies available for you so yeah. Yeah, I'm just crossing my fingers and my toes for you. Thank you. Everything goes well. When do you graduate? In in summer? Yeah, June. It should be June. Okay. Well, yeah. don't forget to tell me so I can come home. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can't have another party. It's like, oh, well, with the like, ongoing situation too. I don't know who will be next oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But at least, yeah. like, I mean, if you graduate, we can just be the immediate family. So yeah, now we want to come, but I don't want it to be like last time. They were like two weeks before. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is happening. And then you're like, well, I haven't even taken holidays. Like, you know what I mean? That I, I always get told like last minute. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so at least let me know. So, well, we will see. Uh, by the course of everything going right now, Mm. looks like I might not even have a job by then <laughs> well I still might not have a job um, don't say that let's try to be positive <laughs> oh sorry I'm trying no, I know it's, it's, I'm sorry it's, I'm just fed up right now to be honest no, I understand mm. and it's it's also like um I think I've been a little lucky in the sense that um I work at Sustainbolaget as I described before and that is like people are always gonna buy alcohol and especially <laughs> no i know it sounds weird but like especially now with the pan, um pandemic mm -hmm. uh, a lot of more people have started buying alcohol because some people have been laid off some people work mm -hmm. from home and people are for like many reasons um mm. for some reason that i can't really pinpoint um they're drinking more so yeah. like that's a yeah it is very sad it is very sad so sustainable log is just like kind of like doing so well so that is kind of like it secures a job for me yeah and um, in the long run mm. uh, because i can they will always need personal uh, or wait, sorry no, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they will always need stuff. <laughs> By the way, so, you hear like a noise in the background. No, is it coming from me? No, no, not from you. Like it's coming oh. from, from from me. Um, I think oh. one of my flatmates is like blow drying their hair. Oh, okay. I can hear it, but I'm just concerned that the recording might pick that up. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. I can't hear anything though. So okay, good. I'm I'm yeah. hoping in that case, if you don't hear it, then maybe it's not gonna pick up on the recording. <laughs> Hopefully, otherwise we have to redo. Imagine, like oh, <laughs> I'll be so pissed. <laughs> Imagine, anyways. So mm-hmm. so yeah, that that's great. That's a secure job, actually. Um, yeah. So and so that's really nice, and also like with school and with the internship like even though like it's they had their guidelines on, like mm-hmm. how many people can be at the office and stuff um that has kept me busy but it's also like it's kept me busy in a time where a lot of people have been laid off so like sometimes when i complain about like uh i don't want to go to work i feel like such a shit person doing that because a lot of people have been laid off and have nothing to do all day to fix it like mental health so it's like yeah it's yeah, no, exactly because i had a couple of friends like um i have a friend um yeah i have friends <laughs> the, way I was like, the conversation was just weird yeah but my friends like when firstly when i got laid off like they were lucky to to um you know keep their jobs and one of them works for the any not NHS, but she works, she's a nurse. And then the mm-hmm. other work, one works in, yeah, like hotels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like, whenever like, you know, when the lockdown eased and everything, um, we used to, you know, go out, you know, we also had like the eat out to help out scheme. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so we took advantage of that and we used to meet up and go to different restaurants because, you know, obviously it was like half prices and stuff. And then sometimes they like used to complain about like, oh, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to do this. And mm-hmm. I actually told them, I'm like, guys, remember that I don't have a job. So I yeah. obviously like it's natural. Like I understand that like, from their point of view because I used to do that as well. Yeah, yeah. At that time, I didn't know there was a bloody pandemic that's gonna come. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. away my job, but yeah. I understand like for them, like I understand that mentality. Like you just naturally be like, oh, I just want to be home and whatever. Yeah. Um, but then I just like the sensitivity of that. I'm like, you know, that I'm sitting here. I don't have a job. I'm struggling to get a job and you're complaining about wanting to go to a job. And they, I think they, that made up, you know, brought their, yeah, they, oh gosh, I'm just stuttering now. But I think like yeah. that's my, my point. I'm like, at least if you're going to complain about it, don't do it around me because I'm like, right, yeah. I'm yes. happy and lucky that you have a job and it's a little bit yeah. insensitive to complain yeah. about it in front of me when you know that I've been laid off and I don't have a job. I still don't have a job and it's been like how how many months? Three months now? Uh, oh. Yeah. It's and yeah. It, I think it's gonna get worse because my same friend sent me yesterday a screenshot and also saw it in the news, like because I checked. Um it looks like we're gonna have another national lockdown again. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Um like I got a notification and it's like a lockdown until December. Yeah, that's where I saw. I was like, I, I don't know if that, that meant, because they said like they're considering. So that doesn't mean that's confirmed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm hoping that that, that consideration or that considering that they're thinking, they might change mm. their mind by Monday. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out on Monday because I'm like, if they're going to do a national lockdown again, then obviously mm. that's going to even increase the um, um, unemployability in this country. Yeah. 
um, that's gonna go up even more. Mm. So. so it's tough times, it really is. And people are affected differently. It's, mm. it's really, you just have to be considerate and careful with like, this, yeah, for example, me, it made me realize that I really need to be considerate too. Like I also have friends that are, um, having a tough time and are looking for jobs and have been doing that for a long time. And then I come in and I'm like, ah, I don't want to go to work. I'm just like, that's such a shit thing to do. Cause I get, cause I get it. Like you do complain because it is tough, especially like working at system blog. It, yeah. Um, you can get very like, um, uh, rowdy. Can I say that word? <laughs> rowdy customers. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, can. Yeah. Yeah. But also like be considered because at the end of the day, I'm still making money. Um, and I, I don't mean, have to worry sorry no I was gonna say like in the end of the day it's not like I didn't get angry when they when they no, no. yes like, yeah like I said before I understand like I used to do that as well maybe yeah. it's like an unconscious thing that you just be like you know sometimes when you just want a lazy day and you're like oh, you know yeah yeah exactly yeah, so, and yeah yeah so but also like you do need to be careful saying that now because there are a lot of people that would die to have the child that you have so exactly, yeah yeah the only so thing I, I know like yeah you, people are allowed to complain but i feel like it also depends on like who you're complaining to and like just like depending on the context of like yeah. who you're complaining to yeah but at the end of the day um i feel like yeah like you said people are allowed to complain but i feel like now like in this yeah. climate of the world that we live in i mm. feel like almost that you don't really have um you don't really have the right to complain anymore because I'm like people that might have had great jobs might have to take a shitty job just to like get an income. Mm -hmm. so the fact that you are still able to have a great position wherever you are, um, yeah. I think you shouldn't, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say like you don't have the right to complain, but I'm just, yeah, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Like I'm okay. saying the same thing. It's just like, yes, of course. Like, the hardship comes with like every job you do but yeah. also like maybe be careful of who you um um vent to about like yeah. your job yeah like maybe vent to someone that like can relate to your situation or like but like because it can be considered unsensitive if you're just like venting about like hating not one or not hating but not wanting to go to work to someone oh. that like has been looking for a job for like such a long time has been like financially affected by the with everything that's gone on because of the pandemic yeah but at the same time like before i i was made redundant from my previous job i mm -hmm. actually wanted to leave i was like i was complaining i felt like i was complaining a lot about the job and i was like it was more of like i think it was more the management that was complaining about i didn't like the way they were doing things like the job itself i found yeah. it fun. like i actually liked it but obviously in any job like I'm not going to be happy if, if the management is crap. And I felt yeah. like the management was oh, crap. That put me yeah. on. So I used to complain a lot, but then mm. I was made redundant. And if I look back, I'm like, I would do anything to get the job back. So yeah. that's what I'm saying, like when I said like, oh, you don't really have any right to complain because I do understand that you might have like some this and that, that you yeah. might be bothering you. But at the same time, you still have a job and the, the things i would do to get it back like man mm. like i i'm sometimes i think like i'm i should be ashamed that i actually even complained before 
because now I don't think you should be ashamed because it was like even though you had a guilty though that I complained because now I'm like I would do anything to have it back because I feel like if a situation is like could be managed for example like the management if like that whole could have been like better then you like you have a right to come like you do have a right to complain and try to like actively work for like a better workplace. Mm-hmm. So I don't think like you should feel guilty for like wanting a better workplace. Yeah. Or yeah. work environment. No, that's true. It's just like, yeah, uh, mentally. Yeah. It's been difficult. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. Cause in the beginning I was like, okay, you know, it'll be fine. It might take longer to get a job, you know, <laughs> applying mm-hmm. every day and the majority you don't even hear back from them that's the thing mm-hmm. and then the others it's like bullshit reasons why you're not getting the job it's like or even getting an interview like oh we needed someone with more experience i'm like what experience i mean i'm just like surprised sometimes mm-hmm. with some of the words they say and maybe it has to do with that the competition is so high maybe maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. there's a lot of people that might have been in management positions that have to step down you know, I may be able to take the job and that's why I, I'm considered I don't have enough experience why I actually do. Because yeah. normal world, I didn't have any, obviously that was normal world, but I wouldn't have any issues to, to get a job. I would get a job within a week. Or yeah. I'm not, you know, saying that to, to brag or anything, but I'm just saying yeah. like, obviously we live in a different world now. Mm. So I think like, even though I understood it was going to be difficult, I didn't expect it to be this difficult um, and I started doubting myself. I started being like, what is wrong with me? I understand this. A lot of other people out there that's in the same predicament as me. Some people might be in worse situations, but I think like, yeah, maybe like, uh, maybe I was a bit naive. Maybe I wasn't thinking straight when the whole thing started. I'm like, okay, yeah, obviously it's going to be tough, but yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, I just started playing around with my, uh, mental health sometimes. I'm not saying that I was depressed, but it was difficult, like it yeah. Does take a toll on you, like mentally. It does take a toll. Yeah. Certainly, yeah. It does, but I thank God that. Um, I also thank like mom and Marcel as well, like they, because they advised, because mom advised me early on, like oh, you know how mom is. <laughs> she, she always yeah. studying everything, and she she did advise like oh maybe take this opportunity to go and study, yeah. and and Marcel did the same. So I just think thank them and thank god that they they were actually able to advise me that early on so i was able to apply um mm. in time to actually get into university because if i if i didn't have that now what the hell would i be doing now <laughs> i wouldn't be doing anything and i just feel like my mental health has gone much better by me actually doing something by studying now yeah yeah so that's I'm just, good yeah that's the yeah so i'm not as stressed anymore as i was before mm-hmm. Um, obviously I still want a job because at the end of the day, I don't want to, I don't want to take out too much of the maintenance loan because mm. obviously that's something you have to pay back at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, it is um, a loan. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to use as little as I can and then have a job so I can use mainly that and then just pay them back like really quickly. Yeah. That was my plan. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm hopeful, like I said, like you have to be positive. Mm. I am hopeful that, um, you know, things will slowly go back to normal. The only thing I'm hoping with this lockdown, if it will be a lockdown, I'm like, I'm still going to go home. 
I don't want it to be like, oh, you can't travel now. I think just because you still are a citizen, you're allowed to go home. I think so. Uh, a citizen in Sweden, I mean. Yeah. Uh, you're allowed to go home. Um, I don't know what it, how it will be like returning, but they when I when I read the notification that I got from BBC, it said like first of December. So. Oh, okay. I, I think. think yeah, I think they're trying to be smart because they know that a lot of people would travel back home. Um, I, I, I would doubt that I would not be able to travel back here or back home or whatever, yeah. considering that a lot of people probably want to travel back home. So they have put all these tier systems in and you can't really like, you know, go to this, go to that city or whatever. Yeah. Um, but be, considering it's Christmas, I think there might be lenience towards it. Yeah, yeah that's true. We'll just have to maybe see. What? No, I've said that I would be very surprised if that rule was still implemented like by Christmas. Well, just because it's so like uncertain times, like you don't know, like it's just difficult also just like not knowing. Mm. No, it it is. And I think also that that, that's a thing that played also into my mental health before that it was it was just scary because you couldn't even have an answer. It wasn't like in two weeks, someone's going to contact you and you're going to get a job. Like everything was up and down. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can't, I can't say that in English because you know, now we just translated in, in Swedish. <laughs> everything was a mess. Like, yeah. Like uh, that are like, they work in Swedish, but then when you translate them, you're just like, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know because if I yeah when I thought about saying that I'm like that sounds weird <laughs> I probably can't say that but yeah um yeah so I think like that also is a factor that played into my mental health and I'm like it's very we live in uncertain times I can't have it no one can give me an answer like literally no one can give me an answer no. to anything mm-hmm. um yeah I mean and the end of the day like why I try to remind myself whenever I feel like down or feel like trying not trying but like start to beat myself down and start questioning myself like what's wrong what am i doing wrong with my cv and blah 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 Mm -hmm. i I remind remind myself like at the end of the day i have a roof off top of my head i have my life which i'm obviously appreciating my family are fine they're safe and that is the only thing i can care for that's that's Mm -hmm. only that matters to me so I try to remind that to myself and be like, be happy of the stuff that you do have. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. And that is an important thing to do. Just like remind yourself like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have a roof over my head. I have a- yeah. That's very important because some people yeah. don't. Some people might be sleeping on someone else's sofa. Some yeah, people that is true. Yeah. Street, um, not having food, not yeah. having this. So you have to... And I have friends, I have family in my life. Um, some people yeah. might not even have friends. Some people might not have a family to turn around. Yeah, yeah to like lean on when times get tough too. Like. Exactly. Mm. So yeah, so you have to see, it depends on what perspective you see it on. And yeah. again, like I do appreciate of um, my friends and family and um, that has been there like to, to, to motivate me or whenever I've like called mom and be like listen like i'm worried because of this and she reassures me and she's like oh remember this remember that remember i speak to myself like if i'm down and maybe like it's been a couple of times where i've been crying and i'm like i'm feeling really shit like i'm feeling low because Mm -hmm. of like 
all of this has happened and maybe and also the fact that i'm scared as well and mm -hmm. you know he's there for me and like reminds me as well and encouraged me and yeah and i appreciate that a lot because mm -hmm. it's not i don't know if it has to do with me being here by myself because obviously you guys are back home <laughs> so i don't know if you made a difference yes, if I was at home maybe uh, it would be or maybe it wouldn't yeah because even if i had system yeah exactly because still like with my old flatmates they were around and during the lockdown we had amazing time we got we bonded like we bonded really great yeah, but nice. still i think it's still a difference having your family than having your friends around um, yeah yeah but another speaking of different topics or changing the topic one of the one things that i wanted to discuss was that stuff that's actually happening in africa right now because <laughs> i feel oh. like it hasn't had much light in the media and i just mm. wanted to get your opinion about it like with what's happening in Congo, what's happening in Nigeria, in, in Ghana. Like what is opinion about that? Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> did you even listen to what I said? I didn't, but, I didn't hear the last part. Oh, no, 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 I just want to hear your opinion question. about the stuff that's happening in Africa right now. Oh, it's, well, it's obviously like, very like, it's bad, it's very saddening and also like topics that I that I work or like study mm -hmm. I do study like these topics so like it's just it is tough and it should get more media attention but I think also now with like just social media there's like another way of spreading information because I've seen like a lot of like maybe it's also depend depending on who you follow but I've seen like people try actively try to like highlight mm -hmm. the issues that are going on in many countries in africa right now mm -hmm. um but also like there is a problem with social media because what is fact or what is fictional but that's the thing you also need to learn how to source facts but yeah. otherwise like um how do you if i'm going to call it like establishment media or just like the traditional media like now when something is not, um, a topic is not highlighted in those platforms. Now there's another platform, which is social media, Instagram, for example, Twitter, mm -hmm. that, where you can share and highlight information. Yeah. Which so, is, yeah, sorry. No, no, <laughs> yeah, you can continue. No, um, no yeah because yeah i do agree with that like it's it's great that you have other platforms like social media to to um uh, oh, i always forget words mary <laughs> i always forget words but share like our likes into situations that's happening like it's great that you can do that um mm -hmm. the only thing that bothers me with social media now because obviously social media is the i feel like social media is the only platform that actually has shed a light of what's happening yeah. i haven't seen that anything in media i think i saw sky news the other day like a couple of weeks ago they were talking about nigeria a little bit like but then they also as well sorry bbc has also like highlighted it because yeah, like yeah. the podcast and yeah 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 probably bbc uh, as well which which is great like finally but also yeah. feel like 
the, the thing that bothers me is the difference between, for instance, the Black Lives Matter movement, when that happened, yeah. and now when this is happening, like with SARS in Nigeria, the difference that like we are not getting as much support as the BLM movement got while everything was happening with George Floyd. Yeah. And that is what bothers me. I'm like, and I, and I wonder why, like, why are you not like having, you know, that when you had a black screen during Black Lives Matter, like, why are we not like everyone posting things the same yeah. way as did? Like, where's the energy? It's not the same level. And that's why, like, I don't understand. Mm. And yeah, it bothers me. And some, some aspects I'm like, for instance, the things with Congo, because it's mm. been other people like that follow that have posted a, what's happening in Congo, which is great. But at the same time, it's been happening for decades. Yeah. So I'm a little bit confused. I'm like, this is because I remember when I was a kid, th- that's what I heard about Congo. Yeah. I'm like, that this was happening then. I'm 28 now. And it's only now that you're spreading light to it. A light. It sounded like I said light, probably. Um, <laughs> and I'm great. Like, obviously, regardless of the time frame, I think it's great that you still do it. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I'm a bit confused to why it's been taking so many years. Why is it taking all my life for you to, to, to bring awareness? <laughs> no, I'm joking. But yeah, I don't know if you you get what I'm trying to say. So it's, yeah. yeah, the levels are different when it comes to Africa. It's different. Like I feel like the world doesn't really care. Um, there is a clear like media bias, like a lot of both like really huge accomplishments, but also like issues are not really highlighted in the media. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it's, I think that's why like this new wave of like, different ways to get knowledge mm-hmm. is very beneficial because that also pushes people like more mainstream traditional um, established like outlet sources mm-hmm. to also report on that mm-hmm. so I think so I yeah. think that's why like it it is a shame but I think it's also just another way for people to raise awareness of yeah. what's going on in the world yeah. and uh, the, the one th- good thing that i thought because obviously everyone has different um, preferences when it comes to um gaining knowledge or reading knowledge about something serious is happening i don't mm. know if you saw that video that trevor what's his name trevor nelson did about <laughs> nigeria have you seen it you mean trevor noah yeah oops yeah trevor noah <laughs> I'm a Trevor Nelson. <laughs> Trevor Noah. I haven't, yeah. seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay, I, I, I will try to find it. I'll send a link to to you. So he's like basically just spreading awareness of the SARS and what's happening. Yeah. But the way he did it, like he, because he's a funny guy. Yeah, so like, when I was watching funny. that, he was like joking around a little bit. Hmm. And I feel guilty. I'm like I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't. But I'm like I was literally sitting in my bed just laughing. Yeah. some aspects that he was saying and then he was also serious so i'm yeah. like i felt like maybe other people might be like why are you making this a joke it wasn't like a joke because he was serious yeah. um, but that way he did it i felt like that is also a great way to 
to bring awareness to people because yeah. some people they don't want to hear like all this negative like oh 100 people died you know like this horror like they don't want to hear it they don't want to see the videos they don't want to see the pictures it might be too much but yeah. to bring that context um i really liked it mm. yeah because uh, yeah that could be suitable for other people yeah and exactly also, yeah and also it, like um and you it's know, only that, oh, sorry I was just going to say that it's also available on YouTube. So like it reaches out to more people because I know like not a lot of people have like, for example, BBC or CNN on their like TVs. Yeah. Um, so like another Trevor Noah that like is, I think it is like cable TV, but they do upload like some snippets on YouTube. So like it can reach other people too. So that's also like good thing about. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. And also, what I was going to say before was, you know that I'm taking these dance classes um, called Afrin Hills, and I think the teacher is amazing. Yeah. Um, she's a really good dancer and everything, but she also, she has a heritage from Nigeria, mm-hmm. and the way she brings awareness as well is great, because she brings awareness through her art. So the latest dance class I went to with her, it was about this. She was like, I wanted to, like, she even said, like, she didn't really want to do a class, because she, she was like, it's just so much that's happening, that's going on, this like was affecting her. But on the yeah. same time, she's like, no, let me not disappoint you guys and let me do this and let me use my platform, my way of art to bring awareness, which I thought it was great as well. So she did a choreography towards like, and it was a song that was talking about, not talking about, obviously singing about <laughs> the like brutality and the police brutality and like, the government and everything. So I think also it's like, it's a great way for people to, you know, to bring awareness to people because someone can see their choreography and was like, oh, amazing. Yeah. Why did she do this choreography? And then they might see like the whole backstory of it. And then they might mm-hmm. read more about what's going on. So, yeah. yeah, and I was, you know, it's, um, yeah, inspired me. I'm like, it's great because she has a, a lot of following like on her social media and everything. So yeah. she has a great platform to like bring awareness, but not only like in just words, but also through her art, which yes. I think is great. So, yeah, I just feel like, yeah, um, like I said, I'm just a little bit disappointed that, um, I'm, I'm, obviously I'm not speaking for all um, African-Americans or, you know, but I know that some have done it already, but I just mm-hmm. feel like, like I just going back to what I said, like the energy that the world had towards BML, BLM, mm-hmm. it's not the same as for SARS. And that bothers me because I'm like, we were standing with you in solidarity with you um, mm-hmm. from every different parts of the world. And mm-hmm. you're not doing the same for us. And I don't know what it, are you ashamed <laughs> that it's because of Africa? Is it just like, oh, this is what happens in Africa? Or yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, we need to do. And I do understand the frustration too, because just like, but also just like any like person with a platform, like you just like want them to shed light to this. Mm. Um, and when is that when it's not happening it gets disappointing um mm. so i don't yeah me neither i don't know why either like maybe what problem is the reporting too because how many people are aware of what's going on in many countries in africa yeah true they, they, they're not because in the end of the day for instance like 
with the Congo thing, they don't want to really report that because at the end of the day, that's something the Western world is benefiting from with this yeah. thing that they use Colton for your my, mobile phone. They mm-hmm. are benefiting from that. So by reporting this and maybe get organizations going to go in and like stop this whole thing and be like, no, that's going to have an effect on our world. So, yeah. and the funny, th- not funny thing, but I had a discussion with um, one of my friends because I told her like, I feel like if Africa would be like, no, if Africa will wake up and be like, no, we're not going to, the Western world is not going to get into our countries. You're not going to take, uh, bene- um, take advantage of our resources, nothing and put a stop to it and maybe put a price to it. I said, like, I believe that there will be like a war happening. I don't think the Western world would allow that to happen because they have benefited from Africa for so many years and for yeah. all of that to, put a stop like they will put you know go to war over that and then yeah. i had seen on netflix you might like it this um a series called i don't know if it's on the swedish netflix actually because you know like netflix in every country is different yeah yeah <laughs> but there's a there's a series of like 20 minutes of each episode it's called history 101 mm-hmm. and they explain like different things the histo- history of different things so i had there was an episode yeah. about um iraq the the title was like is um is oil in the middle east in a blessing or a curse because you know like you know like what's been happening with the wars over oil and everything and i had a discussion with my friend and she said like the same thing like you know our resources natural resources in africa is it a blessing or is it a curse because everyone wants everything (laughs) you know it could be something that is a blessing, but um, whenever people try to compete for something or to profit up, profit up something, it becomes a curse. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, obviously for the country itself, like it's great that they have these natural resources and it, it mm-hmm. might be a blessing, but the fact that, yeah, the Western world has exploited um, the the civilians or the inhabit can you say inhabit <laughs> my english sometimes but yeah. yeah they exploited them and you know child workers and everything just to pick this amount of i don't know a diamond or now i want to watch blood diamond i don't know why like, <laughs> it's been a year since i saw it but you know what i'm trying to say like to just pick colson just for your freaking iphone yeah. that's a bit like that that is a curse and that's and that's what i think also like people don't want to see they don't want to see like because this people this is like something like people are actively going out to buy like a new phone and i'm just like i'm not gonna shame people for buying a new phone but i think like the problem is with also like every year do you really need a new phone every year mm. Because I'm like, I do have, like, I do have an iPhone. I have a MacBook too. Um, Share my phone, you! (laughs) I don't think people people are just, like, maybe personally offended somehow. Like, okay, but now this affects me because I own those products. I mean, There are users, natural resources that come from, um, that come from uh, child labor. But Mm. also, like, you also like i don't want to put it on the individual but also like it has to be like maybe like maybe don't buy a new phone every year Mm. and like have your phone longer 
and then you yeah you know i don't know where i'm going with this i wasn't really prepared for this topic so. <laughs> no i understand why what, what you're trying to say and and i do agree because i mean unfortunately enough like some people are not aware of what's happening around the world mm-hmm. um some people they might hear something but they choose to turn away straight away before they hear the facts because like at the end of the day people don't want to hear this people don't want to hear like oh it it was a child that picked up colton so you can have Mm. buy your macbook or you can buy a pc you can buy your laptop or your phone they don't want to do that um sad enough that's that's how the world is but i feel like you're right like (laughs) funny enough like the other day like during my birthday because my you know i have a contract with my phone so i have like a contract i get like minutes and internet everything and also i pay for my phone and Mm. my contract was finishing so i'm like okay i can upgrade my phone you know (laughs) and then i was you know i was proper preparing to like upgrade my phone and then i spoke to marcel i was like yeah i'm you know i'm thinking of upgrading my phone he was like why he's like is your phone broken and i'm like no He's like, is, your phone, um, is there any issues with your phone? No. He's like, why do you need a new phone then? And I'm like, that's actually a valid point. Because I'm like, if I'm upgrading, I'm going to pay again, like maybe 40, 50 pounds. I don't know, depending on the phone I take. Yeah. Um, obviously, I have Spotify premium. So like that is linked to my phone. So my phone used to be like 30 pounds something. But then with a Spotify, it was like 40 pounds a month I was paying. Yeah, because I don't know why they linked it. But yeah, what I'm trying to say, like, I'll pay again, like, this amount of money per month just to have a new phone where I have a fully functioning phone. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a valid point. So I'm like, you know what? Actually, not going to upgrade. Let me save my coins. <laughs> Let me continue with my phone. It's fully functioning. Nothing is wrong with it. Yeah. And yeah, but then obviously, I didn't really think about I thought about it more economically and not, yeah. like, about that issue because, yeah. yeah. Like like, slip my mind a little bit about what's happening <laughs> until they yeah. spread shed to light again uh, what's happening about yeah because that's the thing because i also like because this it, at the end of the day also like huge companies uh industrial companies they're also like they are perpetuating this so it's like mm-hmm. i don't want to put everything on the individual and be like you shouldn't buy this and that so i'm just like instead of like being being like yeah you know like blaming the individual um, blame should be on the companies too but also like as individuals there's like tiny stuff that we can do which an example is that like maybe use your phone longer you don't have to upgrade yeah. every year unless yeah. like it's broken like then upgrade for sure do what you want but like yeah. if it's not then do you really need a new phone yeah no exactly um yeah i mean at the end of the day like i think I think a little bit that responsibilities in us consumers. I do agree um, that it's the company's fault, but obviously the company is always going to be dodgy. Not going to be caring about other people. The only thing they care about is profit. That is the only thing they care about. But yeah. as we have this knowledge, we can influence the companies. If everyone, because at the end of the day, we have the power. If everyone yeah. in the world decided to be like, I'm not going to buy a new phone. I'm not going to buy a new phone now for yeah. one, three years. What's going to happen with the company? They're going to go down. So we have technically the power. We can mm-hmm. influence the companies. We can say like, do you know what? I'm, like you said, I'm not going to upgrade my phone. We can be like, we want to only buy phones, which is, 
not trademark, but you know what I'm trying to say, like maybe like that has workers that have good conditions basically oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so we can put those demands and mm. i'm sure that the companies will follow them they might say that oh, obviously some companies are dodgy they might they will say that they're doing it and then they don't but i'm just yeah. saying i'm sure that the companies will change or willing to do that because at the end of the day as consumers we're the ones with money we're the one that they profit from yeah. and yeah <laughs> without us they're not going to be anything yeah. so as long as people are aware of it, as long as people are conscious about it and think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah. Because like they'll try to, or like do whatever they can do in their power. Because mm. there's not, the different people can do different things. But yeah, for example, not changing phone every year or even like buying sick, uh, buying used phones. Mm. Because these phones yeah. are also like, very good like very new they can be but very but brand new mm-hmm. and people have like this maybe upgrade or something yep because a lot of people i know buy used phones and they work great mm-hmm. so. yeah, that's, that's good like obviously this has yeah put another perspective for me as well like like i said earlier like, i didn't think i was just thinking like oh let me have a new phone because it, that's exciting and blah 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 but yeah. then putting into that perspective i'm like why do i need to pay um, especially me not having a job. I'm like, there's no point of me putting more expenses <laughs> to my account where, where I should be saving as much as I can as being a student. But I think also because like, um, yeah, my boyfriend or myself kept on think, saying like, oh, you should think like a student now uh, because obviously I, I, I don't work. But then considering yeah. working for such a long time, it's very hard to break those habits. Like of, because before I... I'm not saying that would have a problem now buying a new phone, but I'm just saying like it, it wouldn't be a problem if I had a job, if you know what I mean? Cause I'm like, I'll yeah. be able to do this. I'll be able to do that. If I want to have this, I could just buy it. Um, mm. Obviously now it's not the same. Like I need to think a little bit like minimize my expenses. And yeah. even if I don't have, even if I do have a, a job, I should also think about that as well. Yeah, uh, that's true. I should do that as well. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that I have this platform. If someone is listening, um, <laughs> might not have been aware of what's happening in Africa. If you're listening and yeah, I, I think it's great platform as well. Whatever platform you have, like I said before, art, um, comedy, <laughs> podcast, I don't know, TV, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think it's, I think it's good. <laughs> Spread <laughs> no i agree i do and you're doing a great job raising awareness to oh, ongoing issues on your podcast i'm proud of you oh thank you <laughs> don't make me cry <laughs> no i'm joking okay relax okay excuse <laughs> sorry sorry yeah i mean you're doing a great job as well where you know you you taught me something new that i didn't know that's that's great i'm again i'm just crossing my fingers um maybe what? someone in, in the africa group like gets pregnant and then you can get the job but then again like wouldn't they come back they will come back though yeah but still like that's unemployment mm. and, like easy to like get another employment mm. because experience true 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 so what is your plans today you said that you were gonna go somewhere at 6 p.m Yes, I am meeting 
my friends for dinner. Oh, nice. Where yeah. are you going to go for dinner? Uh, we're going to be in Gorda, so we'll be looking for places that... Gorda? Be in Gorda. Oh, Gorda. Okay. I don't remember what it's called. Is that but, a place yeah. that's always, always existed? Huh? Is that a new place or has it already, always existed? I think it's existed for a long time. Is it like an actual wine thing? Uh, no, it's a, it's a food place. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Food and wine. Yeah, food and wine. But like, yeah, we're looking for uh, spacious places where you can social distance from people. And oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Cause, yeah, because we have regulations, but not lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Um, I'll probably like, when I come back, I'll probably live my, my best life. <laughs> I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be home for two weeks, you know? Yeah. So you're going to isolate for two weeks? No, I don't need to. You don't? No, because I checked, like, when I booked the tickets, um, it said, like, oh, you have to check, you know, the, the, the requirements to enter back the country. Um, mm. Yeah, so I just looked, and Sweden is not on, for now, because obviously yeah. it's been changed, Sweden is not on the list that you have to quarantine when you come back. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought it was. No, so did I. <laughs> they removed it from the list. So I'm like, that's amazing. And I guess I don't have to quarantine when I get there. Or do I? Maybe I should check the requirements for Sweden. I don't think so. But check the requirements because I'm not sure. Yeah. But it, yeah, yeah, I, w- I would check it. But I doubt it, to be honest. So, so yeah. So be home for two weeks. That'd be nice. I'm excited. Yeah. Getting and of course, mom always the pudding. She's as soon as I say I'm gonna come home for Christmas, that's the only thing. Not like oh yay, exciting is all pudding. pudding. Disgusting. I don't understand what's good about it. I don't get it. I I mean, okay, it's not that disgusting. I don't think like it's it's (laughs) in the end of the day, it's raisins or something. I just I'm not a big fan of it. I don't. It wouldn't be my first choice if it's like hundred. Of choices, then I'll pick anything else. But if that would be the only thing on the table, then I might eat it. But a small, a small piece. So her fam can have as much as they want because they're the only ones that eat it. Yeah, true. If we're celebrating with them, because I don't know how it is with like mixing families. Are you not allowed to mix families in Sweden? No. Oh, I didn't know that you put that restriction in. Or not a restriction, it's a guideline. We oh, don't have restrictions. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, a guideline. I didn't yeah. know. But I don't think, because, I mean, I don't think anyone in our family is a high risk. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. So I don't think anyone has an underlying um, health problem unless there's something I'm not aware about. So personally, I don't think that they're going to be like, no, let's not mix. I think they will be like, eh, let's have a party, as you know. <laughs> Yeah, like, fuck it. Uganda water G. <laughs> and also, like, I don't know how it's gonna be, like, in December. I don't know. And it's like it's been very vague guidelines here. So people are just like, what can we do? What can't we do? So, but like, people aren't doing anything. Let's be real. People are going. <laughs> I've <Okay>. seen. You guys are living your best life over there. <laughs> While we're, like struggling over here. I'm like, we can't do this. We can't do that. We can't. 
Jesus. Anyways. Yeah, Mary. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. No, it was exciting. Well, we had a good conversation, so I'm happy that you. You should invite me again. And next topic could oh. be real housewives. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. On <laughs> We're Mary. Thank you again. Thank you very much Thank for coming to the show. Thank you for inviting me and great podcast. Keep Thank up the good work. Thank you very much. Well, uh, thank you for everyone as well that has been listening so far. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you learned something new. We always, obviously we're here to chit chat and have a good time, but also always here to learn something new as well. So thank you for everyone that's listened and I'll see you next time. Bye. I'm just trying to graduate. Hey, I'm just trying to graduate. Yeah. May 17th, I queen can't wait.